you know, you live in a situation here where you got an old lady neighbor and she hears us saying the word rape all the time. And uh, <laughs> I hope she I hope she takes the right message there. You yeah, know? She'll probably start knocking on the door. It's been four decades for her, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ooh. zing. Ooh. Not getting it at home, sweetie. You're listening to the Audio Harassment Podcast. Welcome to the platform for the average grunt. Hosted by two idiots with strong opinions and no filters. So clutch your pearls and buckle up. Prepare to be audibly harassed. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Audio Harassment Podcast. I'm joined, as always, and this time in person, by none other than my co-host. I'm talking about Lucas. I'll bring the beef to your front door like dominoes. Sharp. Luke, how's it going? That's right, folks. This is actually the first time that we are back in the same room recording Audio Harassment Podcast. But before we get right into it, of course, I have to introduce your primary host of the Audio Harassment Podcast, just because his breath smells like cheetahs does not mean he's Tarzan. It's Robbie Mumbo. How long has it been? I mean, we're talking about fucking months here. I haven't, I, we haven't recorded, but you know, you and I were just shooting the shit right before we started. And you were asking me all sorts of questions about, you know, cause I have a kid, like what would be the worst case scenario for me if my kid was some kind of a fucking reject or a mutant or whatever. And I'm going to ask you a, a similar question. What would be the worst case scenario for you if your kid came out like uh, some kind of a reject or a mutant, a fucking orangutan, a retard, God forbid, a fag? The worst case scenario? I'd probably go with, well. <laughs> fag and orangutan. Tough question. Are both That's really a bad. tough question. Would you rather your kid be an actual orangutan or be a homosexual? Tough <laughs> question. That is tough. <laughs> no, really. Because I'm, I'm kind of leaning toward retard. I think that would be the worst one. At least the chimpanzee, you can get rid of them. Give them to a zoo. It's not like a big deal, you know? Yeah. Put him where he belongs. Uh, plus, you, you can't get rid of a retard. Who's going to take him? How did you end up with an orangutan child? You <laughs> no, that's a whole other question. <laughs> it's that's a, a, it's a you're feat digging of deep. science. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other question. But if I did find myself in the situation and I had to choose one to eliminate off the island, it would be the retard. Really? It's a burden. You don't think having a gay kid would be a burden? And much less than a chimpanzee. <laughs> if your kid comes to you at, you know, 20... It's like, all right, well, you're out on your own. You want to, you know, it doesn't affect me. You know what I mean? But as a as a father, like if my kid told me at 14, it's not even a big deal where I would be like, you know, I'm not disowning my fucking son because he says he's gay. I don't even care that much, but it would be disappointing to me, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, at any form, in some regard, it would be disappointing. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's like, okay, well, it's one level that me as a father and you as a son can't relate on. You know what I mean? So just for that alone, it would be a detriment from my point of view. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's certainly narrowing down the relationship funnel. To me, it's like, you know, I think like I'd have to sit him down and explain to him that I wish he were an orangutan. And then that's going to be, you know, <laughs> that's going to hurt his feelings. That's how you, you know? tell him. Dad, I think I'm gay. I wish you were a monkey. Jesus Christ. You never hear about fag orangutans, kid. <laughs> he says, dad, I already got the monkey pox. Well, you know, 
the gay thing's different. It's like I could deal with that. It's better than the trans thing, if you ask me. You know. But well, here's a better question: Would you prefer your son to tell you that he's gay at twenty or gay at fourteen? Gay at twenty. He's a he's a grown man. He's a free man, and you know, I I think he could do whatever he wants unless he was still living at home. And then- <laughs> <laughs> no fag under my roof, buddy. You hear well, me? He could be gay under my roof, but I, I don't want you. He want- can? He can be gay in your house? If he is gay, then he is gay, but he can't bring the gay into my house is what I was, I was going to say. If I had a daughter, I wouldn't let her fuck in my house. But that's what I'm know? trying to say. He can't bring the gay in. I wouldn't want... Well, first of all, I don't want my kids fucking in my house anyway, obviously. I mean, no more than your fucking paps wanted to hear you fucking and, you know... It's just gross. It's disturbing. But So if your son is gay in the house, would you take him to the woodshed? No, that'll make him more gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to gay him even more, you know, but. Well, now let me flip it around. Same question. 1420, your daughter. Does it change? No, it'd be the same thing. I just. The same thing. See, I'd much rather have my daughter say she's gay at 14 than 20. No, I'll tell you why. I disagree if I can. I think when you're 14. You got to give it some time. If your 14-year-old comes to you and says they're gay, are you sure? When you're 20, you know who you are. You know what you want. You know what you're attracted to. You're sure. You've been through life. You've tried it both ways. You know, you've had time to really mull it over. At 14, I don't think any 14-year-old who comes to me, I'm taking it seriously no matter what they tell me. If they're gay or if my kid thinks he is an orangutan, I want to see him swing through the trees and get it. Isn't that a reason why you would prefer it at 14? Assume it's a phase? Just to assume it's a stupid phase or something. She's probably less likely to go out and exercise those feelings at 14 compared to 20, where if she's 20, she's going to go out whoring out and doing everything, you know? So I think I would prefer it younger with a daughter. I think, um, you know, it sounds bad, but I think, like, I would feel if I had a 14-year-old kid who was gay. I mean, it, look, I think there, it, it would bring me a little bit of disappointment and shame to bring them around with their fucking gay partners. But when they're 20, it's like, I don't, that's not my problem. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. As a parent, if I was bringing around my 14 year old and her homosexual, uh, or his or her homosexual companion, I would feel weird about that. I would feel very weird about that. Not yeah. that like, Oh, I'm not being supportive or whatever, but I would just feel, I don't know. Why, why would I feel weird about that? It seems like a weird situation. Well, you know, again, you know, I have a gay brother and it, we're really close. It's not like I'm against gay people. I have a lot of gay friends. This is like when the, you know, you say someone's a racist, I have black friends. I know, right? But realistically, I'm honest to God, I'm not against it. But you're talking about my kid. Would I want that from, would I want my kid to be different and socially ridiculed or have any kind, that's, you know, it's kind of an impairment. Like, yeah, there's currency to it now because it's trendy, but like, it's not always going to be that way. And it hasn't been that way throughout history. So it, chances are, it'll cycle back to not being the most ideal thing. And it's probably not the best for the kid. You know what I mean? Like, well, no matter what, it's still a discriminated minority. Why would you want your flesh and blood to be part of any discriminated minority? If you had a choice, right? Right. I mean, I don't know. It, it'd be better. I guess if it was a son who was gay, Mostly, I just like having sons. Oh, that's interesting. But I'd rather you, have a gay son than a gay daughter. I mean, I don't know. I really just wouldn't want a daughter in general. You know, gay couples, men. I'm talking about homosexual men. Traditionally, not traditionally, but statistically, I should say, are very high earning couples because they don't have kids and they don't have women, which costs a lot of money. So they're usually on the higher end, and that's actually statistically proven. While lesbians are usually looking at each other, going, "Who's going to pay the bill?" 
you're going to pay the bill. I'm going to pay the bill. Who's going to pay the bill, right? Yeah. So all the money gets flushed down the toilet. And gay men, actually, their couples are much more successful well, people they're in general. Yeah. They're yeah, men. Plus, they're men on top of it. You know what I mean? And when they're 20, I mean, you're going to go fuck a bunch of random gross people anyway. I don't give a fuck if... I just wish he's a top. I hope he's not getting pounded. That's all I would care about. That makes a difference to me, too. <laughs> We're back to the anal conversation, huh? <laughs> that makes a difference to you, huh? If you have a gay son, you don't want him getting pounded, motherfucker. Do you? Do you? You don't think that makes a difference to you, thinking of your son submitting and taking it? I don't want him being either one, to be honest with you. No, you don't. But if you had to choose, which is less disgusting? Knowing your son's a bottom or a top. Uh, that's a really tough question. At least if he's man. a top, you can hope he's a power top and he's really giving it. Nah, that's a really tough question. I, because if he's going to subscribe to that, do you want him to go all in or do you want him to not go all in? You know? Well, what's less gay? Getting fucked or fucking? Once you're fucking men, you're already gay, regardless of whether you're top or bottom. You've crossed the threshold, you know? Yeah, but it is, uh, I don't know. I, I just think that, I if I personally could choose for him, I would tell him hey, it'd be a top. You know what I mean? I would just want him to be one of those like affluent, successful gay guys who are in the gym every day and body shaming. You just other. want the best for him. Yeah, I want the best for him. I want the best for him. And if he's gonna be gay, I want him to be the best gay guy. You think you don't think bottoming out is more gay than being the gay top? Is more gay even a thing? Once you're fucking men, is more gay even? A, I mean, I guess if you're fucking two men, that's more gay, right? So, <laughs> all right. I guess you got an argument there. I think I think there's levels to the gayness. Because there's, like, there's guys who are gay who just fuck other guys. And then there's super effeminate guys. Those are the guys I don't like. I don't find those people to be pleasant to be around. It's not even a gay thing. I just don't it, like men who like to be the center of attention. You know? It's no different, like, uh, you know. I don't hate white people, but I hate white trash people. It's a cultural thing more than like a gay or a straight or a white or a black. It's like it, they're they're their own subspecies, those super like dramatic over-the-top gays. I guess so. I don't think they're really that low percentage of the gay homosexual community. So what if your son comes to you and he says, let's say he's 14 because that was the metric we set before. Okay? All right, 14. So your 14-year-old son comes to you, you know, right after baseball practice. He goes, you know, look, dad... I'm not gay, but I was getting changed in the locker room today. I was a little attracted to someone, but I don't think I'm gay. Would you set him straight? I don't even know what the, that's a lot to unpack there. So my, my son tells me he's not gay. He but says he doesn't think he's gay and he doesn't want you to be concerned, but he found himself being attracted to a guy today in the locker room. He's gay. You're going to stray him away from gay and try to correct course. Do you think that's correctable or do you think, Hey, this kid's gay. He needs to understand that he's a fag. Uh, I don't necessarily think that means he's gay, do you? I am not gay. I have relationships with women and sex with men. And I got news for you. That means you're gay. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's attracted to naked men. Dude, this reminds me of, like, you didn't think that, uh, um, like, a finger in the ass was gay or whatever you said. Yeah, I don't think that's gay. As long as a woman is doing it. I think that's gay, dude. I don't know. What if you're by yourself, you're masturbating and you're fingering your ass? Is that gay? Yeah. Well, listen, are we saying gay like that's gay? Are we saying gay like really actual homosexual? I I think those are homosexual behaviors. Come on. By definition, if you're by yourself, you can't be participating in a homosexual activity. Well, what if you're watching homosexual porn? That's not a homosexual activity? You might have an argument there. 
I think I have an argument there, but here's the thing. Well, I mean, actually, no. Is it a homosexual activity? You have to be actively doing it in order to be an activity, right? Well, no. If you are attracted to gay men and you're watching gay porn and you're sticking a finger in your ass while you jerk yourself off, you're probably a gay <laughs> man doing a gay activity. We sound like a couple fags talking I know. about this shit. Dude, I'm just saying, like, I think, you know, if if my son came to me in, in that same scenario, I would tell him, well, you're probably a gay kid. I think if you're attracted to men, you're gay. If you, if, you know, like that's See, it. See, I think that's interesting. If my son, 14 years old, came to me and told me that, I would think immediately, why first? I wouldn't think, oh, okay. I would think, why does he feel this way? And that would be the source of my point of origin of thinking about it. But is there an answer to the question? Because like, you know, if, if he was attracted to girls, there is no why. He's just, that's his attraction. There's no answer to the question. You know what I mean? He just there could itched. be an answer. You don't know. There could be. If he just said, hey, I saw somebody and I think I was attracted to him, then that's like, well, you sound confused. You know what I mean? He does sound confused. Or maybe, you know, best case scenario in that would be bisexual, right? Is anybody really bisexual? Like, no, I think, I think that's a lie. If you're a guy and you're bisexual, you're probably just bisexual because you're with some stupid liberal polygamist whore. And if you're a girl and you're bisexual, you always end up marrying a guy anyway, usually. So yeah. nobody's really bi. If you were a bisexual guy, why would you even choose to deal with women? They're such a headache. I think. Uh, you think gay guys want to deal with that shit? Fuck no. I think the whole bisexual thing is just uh, what closeted gay guys say while they're getting married and having the kids they want and then they become gay later in life you know yeah, what i mean yeah exactly they're just then, gay, they're just gay guys what about uh, bisexual females what are they there's no such thing as bisexuality like girls will eat each other out when they're not gay they're just weird they're a weird species yeah, of girls humans. are so they can be convinced into anything dude so the girls stupid. are just stupid like you would never be like hey suck my buddy's dick just this one time <laughs> what the fuck you know what i mean dude that's what's funny is like two males to one female threesome is very different than one male to two female threesomes you know what i mean because the girls will play with each other the guys don't do that dude. they don't the touch. guys just are sharing the object they're which on is opposite the ends right <laughs> they're sharing the thing that is being fucked they're not touching each other and like girls will i don't know if it's an obligation or like some weird obligatory thing but they'll start fucking around with each other you know what i mean in hopes that it'll make her man happy and maybe if she does that for him, he won't go fuck someone on the side, but he's already fucking someone on the side. The whole threesome thing to me, I would never have a threesome with someone I love. I would only have a threesome. Never, never. Oh, that's a big mistake. I would only have a threesome in, back in my single days with someone I don't give a fuck about. You know what I mean? You can never have a threesome with someone you love because now you've just given them a key to a door that never needed to be opened. But- if you told your girl, God, I really need to fuck somebody else. I just need to fuck somebody other than you. She would say, well, let's get another girl. I'll bring her in. Would you do it? Would I fuck someone else in front of my girl? Or just have a threesome with your girl? And no, I would girl? never do that. No, of course not. First right? of all. Why not? Well, I mean, I love my girl and she's the mother of my children. And I, and I would never. Dude, it only is going to lead to bad things. You know what I mean? First of all, in the moment, for 30 seconds, in the moment. All parties are going to be okay with it. The second that is done, it's just going to open the door to uh, questions, accusations, feelings, feelings. <laughs> dude, it's I would never do. I wouldn't even want to do it. You know, imagine I mean? you have a threesome and your girl turns to you and starts talking about her fucking feelings. <laughs> dude, I. it's just why would you turn one headache into two? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I just I would never do that in a million years. I don't want to do that. That's not a fantasy in my and, and if my girl ever came to me and said she wanted another guy in there, 
Well, of done. course not. Done That's ridiculous. Completely That's a ridiculous done. request. A man's primary agency is not his sexuality. A woman's is. That's why a woman is willing to do any fucking thing necessary to sexually satisfy. What them. about these? Uh, what do you think about these cuckold guys? You ever have a guy ask you to fuck his girl? Has anyone ever watched me while I'm fucking? Is that what you're asking me? Well, no. Like, you know, there's these guys who, uh, well, I guess they watch. I don't know. But, like, they want other guys to, like, fuck their wives for whatever reason. I don't. I really think this is just simp men who, they're just simps who, like, they'll do anything just to keep the That's woman. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Would you say if you're the kind of guy who wants to sit in the corner and beat off while you watch somebody else fuck your loved one, your wife, whatever, would you say you probably have some sort of mental issues? You have mental issues. You think so? Well, you you're You just, don't think it's possible to just be like a fetish. I don't know. That doesn't make it okay. To make you gay? <laughs> it might make you gay. No, 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 no. I don't know. I don't think it makes you gay if you want to watch your wife. It probably means something's wrong, but I don't think it makes you gay. It's well, what are you really saying about yourself? You just don't think you could fuck her right and you need to see her be pleasured? I mean, what is it? What's the what's the fantasy there? Why don't you just leave her? She'll get fucked by any guy she wants. She's definitely getting fucked. Maybe that is the case. Maybe it's like an impotent dude or something who like actually this just happened to Diddy, didn't it? Did you hear about this? No. I guess it just came out that he's been paying. Well, Diddy's gay. Diddy's gay. You You wanna talk you wanna talk about gays and fags? Dude, Diddy's so gay. Everyone who's ever known Diddy. Like, all the rappers, every time they do interviews, they get asked about Diddy. They say Diddy's fruity. When 50 said... when 50 Do you think said, that's why they're saying he's fruity, though? Because he just got outed as being this dude who likes to watch other dudes fuck his chick? I don't know. They've been saying... I've been hearing these Diddy's are gay rumors since I was a kid, to be honest. I'm surprised you haven't heard those. I mean, it's that's Biggie. I've heard it, yeah. But, I mean, it's just bullshit. I, he's fucking J-Lo. He's fucking Cassie. Gorgeous girls. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's fucking gorgeous girls, but, like... Uh, some That's of, faggot. <laughs> some, some of these gay guys do, dude. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Like, what's a better beard or a cover than like the hottest bitches in the world? I mean, it's hard to say someone's gay when they're strolling around with you know J Lo or something. Uh, yeah, but people have been saying this about Diddy forever, like insinuating something is up. It would make sense that this would be the thing, and not him actually being gay. Like, this is the deep dark secret. That would make more sense, wouldn't it? Here's the thing. One of Diddy's bodyguards did an interview, or former bodyguards did an interview recently, and he look. Take everything with a grain of salt. You don't know who's disgruntled or who's just looking yeah, for attention. Yeah. So it's hard to say, right? Who's but, writing a book. But there is some element of where there's smoke, there's fire. When a lot of people come out and say it, it's like there's got to be something. Exactly. There. You know what I mean? There's got to be something. That's why I thought this sounds like, damn, this might actually be accurate. I don't think Diddy's gay, but this sounds like something that somebody would want to keep like under wraps, you know? According to his bodyguard or former bodyguard, um, he they were at a hotel. It was like Diddy and Ja Rule went into some room. And they were in there, and they heard fucking noises and blah, blah, blah. And then Diddy and Ja Rule came out with just towels wrapped around them, like, 20 minutes later. Something gay. Why would How could that happen? There's no sauna in there. What situation would happen where they stripped down to just their towels and they're not gay? Masseuse. There's no masseuse. It was just those two in the room, according to the body. According to that. You're telling me Ja Rule is gay on top of it? Come on. Dude, accusations. I, Jeffrey Atkins. <laughs> the both of them, I have a hard time believing that. I mean, I would say, you know, there's, there's, ah, who's to say? Did he like this bodyguard is looking for clout? That's what it could sounds be. like. Could be, but there's, there's been a lot of rumors in the game. Who's thing. gayer? Diddy or Shine? Diddy. Diddy, <laughs> for sure. You don't think Shine started no, I, don't, I don't think Shine's Polishing ga- knobs? No, I don't think Shine's gay at all. You know, 50 Cent, 50 said that when he met uh, Diddy for the first time, 
Diddy was like, oh, you know, I, I like what you're doing. I really like your style. He goes, I'll take you shopping sometime. And 50's like, the fuck you mean you'll take me shopping? Like, I'm one of your bitches or something, you know? Now, that could just be 50 interpreting that as a street motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to be bitched out. But, like, you're going to take another man shopping? That sounds gay. Maybe he's going to be shopping his record around New York. No, nah, he wanted to take him to, like, Balenciaga or something and get him fucking clothes, you know? Show him where the cheesecake's at. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I think Diddy might have some fag tendencies. But I mean, he is a pretty boy kind of guy. We'll give him that. Would, to me, it sounds like it would take a lot to for you to be convinced someone's actually gay. You don't think anyone's gay. You don't think... I did. You don't think, I just don't you think You don't think so. fingering your own ass is gay? How All these years, 30, 40 years, you've never seen him with a dude? No, but apparently other people have. But I mean, who are we? We're not in those circles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to say, you know, but... Eyes wide shut. <laughs> if you're if you're a billionaire and you're gay, you could keep it under wraps a little bit. You know what I mean? Probably. I don't know. I would say it's much harder to do that if you're a billionaire. Everyone's on your jock if but you're you pay a billionaire. Him. You pay them and then they now you're not a billionaire. <laughs> well, no, you pay someone a hundred thousand dollars, they forget. Yeah, but how long can you do that before a book is written with social media now? He might not be gay, but I feel like the walls are closing in on Diddy. He's about to like this whole thing with the Tupac thing and. Uh, all these Me Too bitches coming out now and saying Diddy fucking smacked them, made them shave their heads, and that's not going to end well for Diddy. Like some, the walls are closing in on Diddy, and I feel like if he was a white guy, they would have canceled him already. Not to get to play the race card, but he had Cochran's number on speed dial. That's what helped him all those years, dude. He, he you know a, you're guilty if you hire Johnny Cochran. Come on, Diddy's a very well connected guy who knows everybody, and not just people from the hood. I mean, he's you know he's been in the most affluent circles you can even imagine. You know what I mean? So like. I, that's going to help him out a lot, but I do feel like the walls are closing in on Diddy, and his he's his day is coming. He's going to be shacking up with Kelly in the cell. I mean, I don't know. I heard an interview. Turn into fags. <laughs> I heard an interview from Mark Kelly recently from prison. He's not going well for him. He's depressed. He says. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I was a rich millionaire for 30 years with classic records, fucking hotties who are 17 years old and under, R and now he's depressed in jail. You, is that what you're telling me? I find that hard to believe. R. Kelly, he's got to be the king of R&B, right? I mean, who yeah. else? There's no one else who was as big as R. Kelly. Isn't that, that his, his name, actually, the king of R&B? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's his moniker. Come on. The Pied Piper of R&B, something like that. It might be the Pied Piper of R&B. But I mean, like, he really was the only guy I can even think of who kept that, you know, selling hit records in R&B. Dude, nobody likes R&B except for, you know, 20-year-old black girls. Nobody listens to R&B. <laughs> it's trash. And simpy black men. What would you rather listen to, uh, R&B or country music? That's a tough one, dude. I mean, I honestly, I'd probably have to go with R&B just because they have beats. Here's the reason I would choose country, I think, because like the R&Bs are always like the the fucking black guy who's catering to their women. They lay out the rose petals. At least the country guy is going to talk about fucking beer or shooting gun, like something I could get behind. Maybe like, I just can't listen to people who talk that way. <laughs> what the country thing? Yeah, like people who sing in a country accent. I just can't listen. It sounds ridiculous to me. I agree. It, like it sounds equally ridiculous to me as like listening to screamo music. It's like, why would anybody? I don't get it. It just doesn't resonate with me. Whatever, I guess. But like, maybe there's a country song I could listen to. But anyway, so R. Kelly, back to that. He's he says he's he's depressed in jail. Well, of course you're fucking depressed in jail, dude. You were the number one guy. Here's the thing with these these guys, dude. They're weirdos because like you could fuck anybody you want. Why are you doing this weirdo shit? It's like it's like they have this impulse they can't control or something. Like, why would you even do this? You could do this 
without getting in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, most of his underage stuff was before like the internet, right? Like in the nineties, he was sex slave on him or something. I guess. That, Not that like, that's cool, but like, it's like when there was no surveillance, fucking kids were getting taken advantage of like crazy. There's no defending that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Whether you're a star or not, obviously. So R. Kelly got what he deserved. I, to me, that's way worse than Bill Cosby slipping Mickey's in someone's drink in a time oh, yeah. where people way probably worse. did that. Way worse. I would say that's way worse, even though people would probably look at Cosby and go, oh, he's the worst, you know? But I think Cosby probably, like, uh, I mean, it's weird and it's wrong, but I think it was different times, and I think everybody was doing drugs back then, and he probably just wanted to uh, loosen them up a little bit. And, yes, that's terrible, and you shouldn't do it, but, like, Comparing that to uh, someone taking advantage of 14-year-olds and selling them into sex slave is like they're they're not even comparable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to be honest with you, most of these like chicks that Bill Cosby supposedly took advantage of, they were all probably or most of them are probably going to be hooking up with him anyway. I'm not saying it's right to slip something in your drink, but you obviously had some level of sexual interest or interest in the conversation, at least to be entertaining him. So it's not like, oh, you were you're a pedo, you know, what I mean? a pedophile. Why didn't he just fuck him anyway? Like, why even slip the drink? You think that was a fetish thing for him? Like, he wanted that control over women? No, I think, dude, when you just like we had this conversation the other day about like how the richer you are, the more likely you are to buy a prostitute. Mm. I think it's the same thing. Just Cosby, dude, he's on the road. He's got fucking dates to make. He's doing this shit. He's talking to this bitch. Let's cut to the chase. It's a shortcut. It was a shortcut for him. That's how I view it. Dude, I would have just gotten the high end hookers if I was him, honestly, especially in that time where like, you had to get caught by the paparazzi. You didn't just have every asshole with a camera phone. Like, I would have just done hookers if I was Cosby. He probably did. You know, <laughs> it probably depended on the town. He probably did. Yeah, Actually, that's true. You you know, you fly into fucking some small town in Arkansas. It's too easier, below. Easier to, easier to <laughs> drug them than to fucking, you know, find a hooker. At that exactly. time. You're going to find a high end hooker in fucking Tupelo. You don't hear that from the country music stars. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You know, I never hear Tim McGraw getting any bullshit. Last I heard, he owns an island with Faith Hill. Yeah, well, I mean, they've been married a long time. I can't believe they're still going, actually. She's always been a pretty girl. I'm sure she still looks good. I'm sure she's held up. Faith Hill, yeah. Dude, did you see Dolly Parton the other day? 77 no. years old. You'd still fuck her. I'm going to show you this picture right now, and if I didn't tell you it was Dolly Parton, you'd be like, oh, yeah, she can get it. No 77-year-old in the world would I fuck. I'm telling you. I shouldn't even have told you in the first place. I should. Well, just... I know she's old. <laughs> it's not like she's a no-name. Come on. You wouldn't fuck this girl right here. That's just all makeup and clothing. When she takes her clothes off, she's Dolly Parton. You know, she looks great for a 77-year-old. That's what I'm saying. You would fuck that right there. No, I wouldn't fuck her, but I can acknowledge <laughs> that she looks good for her age. Come I just, on. You know, I'd wear my, my big hair and my boobs sticking out and all that. What's the biggest regret of any girl you've ever fucked? The biggest, nastiest bottom feeder, and why? That I regret? Yeah, yeah. We'll go with regret, because you probably regret the nastiest one, you know? Everybody's got a bottom of the barrel that they shake their head at. Um... You know, all right. So I, I used to I used to be friends with this girl, Brittany, who had this friend, Danielle, who was like, a, oh, I'm sorry. No, her name was Stephanie, actually. <laughs> Dude, it's been a long time. Her name was Stephanie. And uh, she was a real drug addict, like heroin addict, always doped up, you know. But at the time, that girl, Brittany, was dating this other guy. I think his name was Fab or Fab or some bullshit. And, you know, you got to do the couples things, you know. And that bitch, though, was... I'm grateful I didn't catch anything from that bitch and just spending any amount of time with her. That, that was definitely the most disgusting. She had like, ah, I mean, she was just greasy. It's hard to quantify and track marks on the arm, all that. I fucked other dope heads before, but this was really the most like, you know, 
you could snap, like, see if she's there. She's dead behind the eyes, dude. Yeah. She was dead behind the eyes. Yeah, I know what you mean. I actually had a good one that was like that, too. It's a shame. I had to let her go. Just two. Was that the one who pissed on the floor? No, 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 no. This was an Asian, actually. Dude, when you have a girl, let me just say this real quick. When you have a girl who chases you around with a knife, pisses on her own floor, does all this crazy, and that's not the worst girl you fucked. I mean, come on. What hey, she was thing? a good bag, at least, and she was hot, or else I wouldn't have came back. You know? Well, tell me about this one, then. Dude, I'd be walking around with her in public, and like her fight, she'd be wearing like an altar top, but her shirt would just fall down, her tits are out, and she didn't even realize it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? She, oh, oh, let me tuck my tits back in. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even go anywhere with you, you know? Mm. It got to that point where I'm like, dude... Well, Two or you, three times, I can't do this no more. The, She's going to die on my watch, and then what am I going to do, you know? The thing with the super dope head ones is, like, you know, besides just fucking them, which isn't even fun, dude. When it, by the way, when a girl's really that doped out, it's like they're not even present when you're fucking them. You're just fucking a blow-up doll, you know what I mean? They're really... Almost sedated completely. Yeah, they're almost entirely sedated. You can't even take them out in public, you know what I mean? Their and, tits fall out. <laughs> their tits fall out and their brain falls out, dude. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just useless zombies, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've definitely had my share of ones that I wouldn't want to introduce to the family. I could tell you that. You ever date one of these dope heads or something and they embarrass you in public by falling asleep in their soup or something like that? Or their tits fall out? Like a similar situation? No. And definitely not dating. I've never date real super dope head ever in my not life. Not dating, but like just taking them in public in any regard? No, but I've had girls embarrass me in public plenty, but not dope. I've had... All right, look, let's use Anne as an example. She wasn't a dope head, but you were with you were there that night. She's a severe alcoholic. Remember when she stumbles into traffic in front of Denny's and like smacks me and shit? Like, like that's when you know it's done. Like this, oh, yeah. this is just going to be a headache. No man is gonna put up with public embarrassment from his woman. No. no man, unless you're really a fucking idiot, you know? Or you're early on in your dating life. You know what I mean? Like there's shit that I put up with certainly back in the day that I would never fucking put up with in a million years. Well, now. yeah, people grow up, obviously you're dumb when you're a kid and when you're in your twenties or late twenties, you're like, Oh, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your threshold changes my, my capacity to deal with bullshit or, you know, loser bitches like that is zero. Now I couldn't, if you I can't, you got bigger priorities. You can't even prioritize that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Even if you wanted to, you couldn't. Dude, if I found myself single today, I would never go back to fucking these loser girls. Even though, even if the sex is good, I don't give a fuck. It's just too. It's it's so you don't even do it now. You can only do it if now. it falls in my lap. Only if it falls in my lap. They knock on the door. I'm here to deliver a pizza. Get it on my lap. <laughs> no, fall. I mean it happens. You know what I mean? If you got game, it happens. But like, I don't go out searching for it. You know what I mean? It's a waste of my time. Use them for what they're meant for, and then that's the most amount of headache you could deal with. If they don't provide anything useful to my life after three meetups, then I'm probably done with you. You know what I mean? Here's the thing, though. Nowadays, these girls are all just turning to fucking OnlyFans anyway, so they don't really... Girls don't want attention from guys the way they used to because they can get it online discreetly, so to speak. That's so stupid, isn't it? That, like, they don't want attention in real life, but I'd rather be a safe whore behind this screen. I'll be a whore as long as I can be a safe. And no one will ever find it. Every year, dude, or I should say every few months, I hear a story about some girl who used to be a teacher and now she her OnlyFans got found out and blah, blah, blah. And they don't care. Here's the thing. They don't care because they're making gratuitous amounts of money, a million dollars a year doing this fucking OnlyFans shit, some of them. Oh, yeah, but they're idiots. They make great money for the first two months and then nobody subscribes after that because 
your everyone you know in your social circles already seen, seen you naked. Yeah. And now it's over. And then they go, oh, well, I got money for two, three months. There was a, a story a couple of years ago I heard about a nurse out of Boston who is pulling in over a million dollars a year documented. That's not going to last forever. First of all, you just ruined any chances of ever having a good family life. You probably spent half that money because making money doesn't mean you're good with money. They probably spent all of it. They're women. Women are bad with money. Exactly. And the man you're with certainly will leave. You'll end up fucking some asshole who's going to take half your fucking money and he's going to use you. They're going to they're gonna end up with some man that they don't want in the first place because that's the only man that's going to accept them in their past. Dude, these are the kind of girls who give birth to orangutans. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> let's be honest here. Again, things that are cool now because everybody's liberated and everybody's, you know, whatever, aren't going to be in favor in 20 years. So it, it might pay off for you now, but in the future... I think you're probably going to fuck your whole life up doing this OnlyFans shit. Oh, absolutely. They're ruining their lives completely because the problems that exist, they're, they're getting money now. They think it's great, but they're only getting money now. For how long? If you're not like a name or some sort of online presence and you're just a random everyday neighborhood girl, and once everybody in the neighborhood has seen what the inside of your fucking lips look like, then the subscriptions stop. Well, let me ask you this. I've seen it with girls I know. I'm sure you've seen it too. They go to OnlyFans, like, oh, I'm done after three months. You know what I mean? I made $5,000. There's no more money to be made. Do you think a man can be a successful man if he marries a career stripper? He'll be less successful because she's going to take half his money because she's a drug addict loser. All these fucking girls who work the polls are, have a drug addiction. <laughs> All right, let me rephrase the question. If you were a successful man and Would you were I? doing business, making a business deal with another successful man, and then you found out that he was married to a career stripper, would that affect how you enter the business deal with him? Anybody, any man who's married to a stripper has poor judgment and exactly it isn't thinking with their brain exactly you know what I mean? yeah i i would probably back out of that business arrangement i wouldn't want to do business with somebody who's thinking that clouded well let's say you are um i don't know let's say you're in a uh lawyer partnership firm and in your fucking you know sharp and morelli or something and you find out morelli's dating a stripper well that's not going to bode well for your company and your brand in totality so you have to consider why not all women strippers are useless losers and they're they do oh. not <laughs> That's just my opinion, you know, obviously, oh. again, the things that are favorable for you now aren't going to be in favor in 20 years. And I think these OnlyFans girls are in for a rude awakening, in my opinion, because in 20 years, when your fucking kid's friend finds it, it's over. Now you just ruined his life because now his friends are going to fucking tease him about his mom being a whore all the time. Yeah, that's the worst part about this. The kids get teased, and that's almost a guarantee going forward, too. Dude, there's, there's fucking people out there that are 800 pounds that get paid, you know, $100,000 a year to sit home and eat because guys jerk off watching fat girls eat. I mean, that's what does that tell you about how deteriorated our society is? I mean, that's disgusting. I, it actually says a lot of different things, not just about society, but about, but about how sexually starved men are nowadays. That they're willing to pay for that. <laughs> Dude, they're willing like, to, like, I can't even imagine anybody subscribing to an OnlyFans. Like, what are you paying for? You're paying to see fucking titties and ass with some you, regular girl? Let me ask you a question. Like, say there was a girl from high school that you never got to fuck and you never got to see her naked, but you thought about it. You definitely thought about it. And now you find out she had an OnlyFans for $4.99. Would you subscribe one month just to see what it looks like? Ooh, that's a, I probably would, to be honest with you. I'm there not afraid to admit that. So maybe that's what this is. It's a lot of guys like, you know, you, you saw a girl and you got Jesus. 
Ah, uh, fucking Heather. I wonder what her pussy looks like. I've spent five bucks on a coffee. Five bucks to see a poon. You you might do it once just to see. You know, you would what I do mean? it once just to see. But again, that's not constant revenue. So you and the plus, people like, who once, are really doing it need to have like an online presence. Plus, once you've seen it, I mean, what else is there? Even, what's she gonna do next month with that dildo? She's gonna put on a different bra. Ooh, colors. Yeah. But dude, none of that to me is disgusting. Is the people who pay to see big, fat, obese women eat or you're paying to watch someone in like those uh, furry bunny costumes or something run around like. Ex- well, that is kind of weirder to me because the pay to see a fat chick eat thing, at least that like I don't get it personally. It's not my thing, but I understand that there's a, especially nowadays in America, there's a market for viewing and perpetuating the attention of watching train wrecks. So if you're getting off on, oh, look at this fucking idiot eating more and more, like that's your thing. Like that's what people want to see. Just like deathmatch wrestling, right? People want to see more and more violent things. It's like the degeneracy keeps on going to a higher, higher level to entertain, to maintain the same level of attention for the same activity, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. Let me ask you a question. It's a chicken or an egg thing here. What do you think that things like OnlyFans or the internet, I guess, more broadly, have exposed. Do you think that it's exposed people's fetishes for these things? Or do you think people have developed fetishes because those things exist and they're seeing it and then now they're finding themselves more into it or attracted? Like, what do you think is happening in that situation? I would say um, both can be true at the same time. Yeah, I mean, that's probably true. Like, there's probably always been people who were attracted to feet, but that's an obvious one. But maybe you didn't know you were attracted to a girl who sticks popcorn in her ears or something. You know what I mean? Like you didn't know because you never saw it. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. But I can tell you though, as an adult, I've never, I never find myself into things now that I really wasn't into 20 years ago. I don't have any new, like I'm not seeing things and getting exposed to it and saying, well, Hey now, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. I think that's when you start, how do I put this? I don't know how to articulate this. (laughs) Go on. Well, I mean, like, yeah, it's a chicken or an egg thing, but I think you have to have a predisposition to weird fetishes. You know what I mean? Like, you, I don't think you could take a regular guy or girl off the street and just show them, you know, three hours of fucking torture porn and get them into torture. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like either yeah. you are the kind of person who's been seeking something like that and you just didn't know how to express it. Or whatever. Okay, well, what I will say is this. those I would say those type of people tend to be people that are, like, addicted to porn, right? Because they keep going deeper and deeper into that path of degeneracy and sexuality. And usually porn is the avenue to do that. Yeah, you know, I do think uh, porn addiction is a real problem in society today. Not to, you know, get off what you're saying too hard, but I, it just, when you mention that, it makes me think, like, I, I think that that's a detriment to our society, the porn you know, I'm old enough to remember that when we used to have uh, the porn stores, you know what I mean? Like, we, you remember there was like sleazy fucking Vinnies and only seedy people went there and only certain times or used to go to regular video stores and all the adult stuff was behind the curtain in the back and you had to behind the saloon. You didn't doors. want anyone to see it going back there. You know what I mean? And it's like there was a layer of social shame to experience in order to get to the porn. Well, also, look, there was a barrier. Look what it's done to relationships, right? Like, you know, it's so much easier to just go on a porn site than to go out and meet a girl. And so people aren't having that nuclear family so much because they could just beat off. Like, and well, see, that's where I might disagree because there's upsides and downsides of porn in general. Nowadays, I would say there's more downsides. It probably didn't used to be that way. But with the influx of like OnlyFans and girls wanting to own their own content, I think that's where we've really fallen off a steep cliff. 
I would actually argue that in a lot of uh, marriages, porn saves the marriage because it stops the guy from going out and cheating. He can have some sort of sexual diversity via porn instead. I mean, we're, we're talking after 20 years of marriage here. You know what I mean? So marriages that are developed, I personally know marriages where the guy uh, or the woman claims that the man has a porn addiction. And it's like, well, would you rather he just go out and fuck other bitches? All right. I can agree but disagree to that because I'll you say I agree to what you're saying, but I disagree that it helps marriages. And I'll tell you why. Because I think, from my opinion, the porn is setting an expectation for these guys that their wives could never fulfill. You don't ever in your life, you know this, we've talked well, about it. Well, for upcoming kids, I would agree. For established men, I wouldn't think that applies. Well, hold on. Let me, let me just say this real quick. You and I have agreed that, like... Um, you never want to marry a whore. Like, girls that are fun are fun, but you never want to marry a whore who does those things. So with that said, I would say, like, if a guy is married and, let's just say, has a family, right? But we could just use married, a married couple. If he's watching porn all the time, you think, like, that would give him insight or maybe ideas and that would keep their relationship lively. But, like, come on, what's the odds she's going to want to do that stuff? So really, he's just got this expectation that, like, you should be, you know, grabbing girls by the throat and fucking their throat. And like, is that really an expectation though? Or is that a fantasy? There's a huge difference there. Well, I think that that becomes what you think sex is. So when you, here's the thing, like maybe we're talking about married guys, but dude, let's be honest now. The, the porn that 14 year old boys are watching now isn't what we used to watch. So now it's like all these kids, that's their expectation. Now they want to meet these slutty girls and these, but like, you know, that's that's not really how it works in reality. That That is fantasy, and that's not really reality. Like, yeah, you can meet a girl who fucks like a porn star, but most girls don't, right? So I think it just sets up for failure for these guys. I think porn is really deteriorating what people expect in their sexual relationships, and when they don't get it, it makes them want to stay single and push them away, and they keep looking, and then they never settle. Well, I will say this, just like I said before. Like you said, that applies to the younger generation. I don't think that applies to older men necessarily who have been married for 20, 30 years already. But I will agree, and actually, it's not deteriorating people. It's specifically deteriorating men, young boys, not really women. Women don't really consume porn or pay for porn or watch porn. It's mostly an entirely male-generated business. In order for men to watch that porn it deteriorates women as well because now they feel the need to go start these only fans and be porn stars because they know that that's what the men want to see and they're going to exploit and profit off that so it really breaks them both equally but differently you know what i mean i don't think that's the motivation for them starting only fans i would disagree with you there i don't think they think well i need to keep up with porn stars so i'm going to do this i think they think well i could be a slut in private and make money you don't think it sets the bar though because let's say you have an only fans and your name is cheryl right and then there's some other bitch named Cassie, and she's sticking two dildos in her ass, and she's making more money than you. Well, now you have to keep up. Well, you mean once, like, the competition between the yeah. OnlyFans yeah, girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say that. But at the same time, that's where the real whores come out, too. A lot of these OnlyFans whores, they're, they're behind-the-screen whores. They're not actual They're whores. not real whores. The real whores are the ones that are doing the gangbangs and shit on OnlyFans and owning my own content instead of getting paid to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the real whores, you know what I mean? I just think it's bad for society in general, to be honest with you. I mean, like, you know, I'm I'm not a hypocrite here. We all grew up fucking watching porn all the time, but it was it was different. I'm telling you, dude, like it was different. It was just well, here's a better question. At any point in your life, do you feel like your consumption of porn caused dysfunction in your life? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm I'm actually kind of curious to dive into this. I'll tell you why. You know, before I met my girl now, I was single five years. 
Couldn't have done it without porn. Not a fucking chance. And you know what? Maybe porn enables that ability. You know what I mean? Porn enabled me personally to stay single for five years. Because, like, what if I'm going to go out and deal with a fucking headache and take a girl to fucking Chili's and spend 30 of my hard-earned dollars to get her extra ranch? So it de-incentivized you to actually meet women. Absolutely it did. And I think I'm it kind does. of surprised to hear that. It's not like either one of us had ever had problem with the ladies. No, I, but, but it's a headache. It's no problem yeah, to go out and meet a girl. But why? What, why? Why would I want to hear them? Nye, 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 nye. I mean, I agree, but is that really a detriment? Isn't that you're kind of making an argument for porn right now? That sounds like a positive, but what's it doing to society? Maybe not me personally, because like, you know, like you said, our situation was a little bit different. But like, you know, as a whole, I would say it definitely is affecting people. Younger I think that's an interesting perspective because I would actually, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I would argue you could probably, attributing that blame to the porn itself, I don't think is necessarily fair. I think it's more fair to attribute that blame to the yap, 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 yap. You're avoiding the yap, 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 right? Let me ask you a question. Let's say generationally for porn, right? Like, what do you think the difference is in how you evolved with women and your relationships with women Versus how your father did. He he just wasn't exposed to those things. What's the difference? Well, like, dude. The internet. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. that's porn. You know what I mean? Like, your yeah. father wasn't exposed to girls well, squirting it's, everywhere it's and shit. It's social media. It's communication. It's not just porn. It's just. But porn's a big part of it. You know what I mean? Like, who knows if you would have ever come around if your father had more exciting porn to watch or something. You know what I mean? Like, it, it changes. Come around to what? Would how many of us would even be here if our dads could have just stayed home and got their fucking nut off that night? But Luke, it was different back then. It was so hard to get porn, and the porn was lame. It's all story based porn. You got to sit through three hours of someone, you know, pretending to fucking meet at a parking lot or something. Like it's yeah, just, yeah. it's all story based fantasy porn. It's like no one was really getting off to that. So you had to actually go out and meet people. You know, like that's true. But I would I see the big argument here that makes that I think disqualifies what you're saying from your perspective is the fact that you were getting bitches. It's not like you were someone who was starving. You were some incel. You were getting bitches and you were just being like, ah, I'll beat off today to fucking not have to deal with the headache. You know what I mean? That's a lot different compared to somebody who barely gets bitches or never gets bitches. That may be true as it relates to me or you, but like, wouldn't you say the average person? Absolutely. Yeah. Or the average person who's consuming porn on even a a daily basis is out of control with it. You know what I mean? There's no barrier to entry. If you want porn right now, it's on your fucking phone, right in your hand, yeah. and you could just beat off. You didn't have to pay for it. You didn't have to go searching for it for an hour. Instantly, you just speak into your phone or whatever, and it's there. The craziest thing you could think of is there. You can find it like that. And that really is the problem, too. It's like, you know where this is heading. You know in fucking 20, 30 years, if it's indistinguishable from reality, why would you go do reality and deal with the headache? It's never going to be indistinguishable. But if it's close enough, you might not leave the house. If it's close enough, it will suffice. It will, it will suffice for the people who can't get pussy. But if you're the kind of guy who can get pussy, you're never going to give up pussy for VR. But maybe you can't get that pussy. You know what I mean? We were just, I asked you a hypothetical situation 20 minutes ago. Would you subscribe to the girl from high school's OnlyFans? Well, would you fuck her on VR if you never got to fuck her in real life and, all, and you didn't have to leave the house? You know what I mean? But wouldn't you feel like a pathetic loser if you're sitting there fucking like a, a mannequin corpse not when with it a becomes, VR thing on your head? I'm sure it's going to advance. But I mean, like, not once it becomes normalized. You know what I mean? Don't these same guys feel like losers when they're sitting home beating off, but it's so normalized that they don't even think about it. They just fucking do it. Well, here's a better question. What are you going to do as a parent when your son turns 13 and, you know, for parental controls or something? It's almost impossible nowadays, right? What am I going to do to uh, 
moderate my son's porn usage, you're asking me? Yeah, hey, like, you know, what can you do nowadays? You can't stop kids from looking at porn, really, right? So, yes and no. But they do have things. I saw, um, I was watching Fox News. Take from that what you will. But they were saying, like, uh, <laughs> they, were, they were saying uh, there's these apps now. I think they're religious-based apps, but, I mean, I guess you could use them. Anybody can use them, right? But they're basically their accountability app. So what it does is all of your phone or, or tablet or electronic usage can be monitored by, say, your father. And likewise, you would agree to let your son, if you're not doing anything shady, then they can monitor anytime you go to a porn site. It triggers to them. So it holds two people accountable. And people use it, I guess, for, like, relationships, too. Like, if you let, if you let your girl, you know go through your phone, you're less likely to be doing shady shit and vice versa, right? Yeah, or so, any sort of online addictions people use this for, I heard about, right? Video right. games and shit. Video games yeah. and shit. So these accountability apps are really taking off. And I, I'm not against that idea. I think as long as, you know, why not? I mean, it, That's a million dollar idea right there. I think it's a good idea because, dude, you, you're you not going to do stuff when the world's looking at you. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's easy to do it when you close the blinds. But if, you, if your fucking grandpappy can look at your porn usage... You're probably not going to be doing it so much, right? You don't jerk off the front door open, right? <laughs> exactly. So I, I think, uh, I think those are good. I think you know, if I'm paying for my son's phone, that an app like that is going on his fucking phone because I'm paying for it. Once he becomes an adult, I mean, if he becomes a porn addict, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. But how easy is it for a kid just to get a? a oh, I'm, I'm iPad sure. That, I'm, touch, sure know, just, yeah. I'm sure there's a workaround. I'm sure there's a workaround, but it, but it makes it harder. Anytime there's a barrier to entry, it's always harder than it making it easy. You know what I mean? So maybe he does it a little less because he has to go get an iPad touch or something. I mean, you can only control what you can control. Past that, I mean, it's the same thing with drugs. I can control my kid using porn, but he can go out and do fucking heroin the same night. You can't control him fully, but as a parent, you do what you can. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough situation. I do think porn is getting uh, to the point where it's really hindering society at this point. Would you, if you and your girl, would you make that arrangement? Would you ever let her look at your porn usage or vice versa or moderate each other's phones or audit each other? I mean, I would never let anybody into my phone. I don't care if I was married to you. What if it was exclusive where they couldn't go in like your banking apps, your emails or something like that? Like if it was just... I wouldn't do it. It's, no matter what, if any girl I'm with, regardless of how long I'm with her, if she goes to my phone and you go digging, you're going to find something. And I don't need the headache of the fight coming up. You know what I mean? Accountability is different because if you're both agreeing to it, then I think you're going to behave differently and things won't be there in the first place. But Well, really, if you take the girl, the word girl out of the sentence, I wouldn't want anybody just going through my phone. You know what I mean? Do you think that would really slow down a lot of the flagrant cheating that's going on? I mean... No one's going to go on fucking, I don't know, you name it, Instagram or Snapchat and start messaging someone else if the the likelihood is their spouse is going to moderate that or audit that. In oh, some yeah. Way. If, I was, uh, if I was married, I would definitely have access to my wife's phone, hands down. I mean, I, w- I would probably say it should be 50-50 in that situation, personally. It probably should be. And honestly, I probably would, but it wouldn't be like an automatic, yeah, you're allowed into my phone. If I allow it, then I allow it. And if you don't like it, well, oh, well. It's much different. The barrier for a woman cheating is so much lower than the barrier for a man cheating. Well, she has a million offers a day. You know exactly. I mean? It could be literally a dozen DMs immediately in her Instagram right now. And she could take her pick and just, oh, yes, I'll see you tonight on any one of these dudes who might be acceptable. You know what I mean? So it's far more important for me to monitor than it is for her to monitor. Not to mention the fact that if she cheats, she's likely to leave the situation, statistically speaking. Yeah. Men men cheating, it's just like a handshake between 
people. It's just a transaction. It's not a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> men, men don't leave their wives to cheat. You know what I mean? Yeah, not typically. But I don't know. I think this the world is going to change in a way that isn't going to be for the better moving forward. No matter how many barriers you put in place, the world is going to be a really morally bankrupt and disgusting place to live in 50 years probably you can't really take back what's already out there and put the toothpaste back in the tube you know nobody's gonna give up their fucking you know their drugs and their porn and their fucking whatever whatever the whatever their vices nobody's just gonna give that up now once it's introduced to them well right? i don't even think it's that i think it's more about the freedoms that people get once people have freedoms they're not going to give them up it doesn't work that way you just like rent goes up and it never, oh, they moved out. We'll lower the rent. That never happens. Rents never go in reverse and people's freedoms never go in reverse once they earn them. Where do you think we went wrong in terms of, was it too many freedoms? Was were there not enough stipulations or laws in, or consequences in place? Like, how did we so get define here? wrong? How, how do you define? Okay. Wrong? So like, let's just take from our lifetime, right? Like when I was a kid, it was, it seemed a lot better and people seemed a lot more normal. And now they seem really just out of control. Everybody wants every freedom. You can't tell me I can't do this. I'm doing that. I'm dying my hair purple. I don't care about the rules. Like, this is the most rebellious and morally broken down generation I can think of. Without a doubt. But where did we go wrong there? Because it's a huge jump from when we were kids just 30 something years ago to now. And I mean, that I'm sure that's always true every generation. And as decades go on, it was the fifties were very different than the eighties, but how did it get this bad? I mean, was it just the internet? I mean, more specifically, it is the internet, but more specifically it's social media. Let's be honest. Once women found out that they can get all the attention that they crave from a nonstop perspective. I mean, you hear about these dopamine hits when people get likes and shit. Most of that most of those stats apply to women, let's be honest, because women, attention is their currency. So it's a never-ending source of attention, and that's contributed to constant deterioration of society. So would you, if you could go back, would you just abolish the internet? Like, you know, Terminator style, go no. back and make sure it didn't happen? No, I wouldn't do that. Obviously, the internet has propelled the world farther in the last... 30 years than it has in the last ever thousand years, yeah, ever. you know, ever. So obviously it's a benefit to humankind, but there's a pro and con to everything. It, it sucks because dude, you know, I remember in hindsight now, when I look back, it's like really like when MySpace came around, you know, it was when you start to see like things break down because then it's like, who's in your top eight. And it starts to, it changes. I would the, even argue it was later than that. I would say it's after Facebook. But all of those things came from that. You know what I mean? That was the Yeah, thing they that, graduated to Instagram. I think Instagram was the game changer. When you could not just post a status, but take a selfie of me and have everyone tell me how pretty I am and all the white knights come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's what did it. It was Instagram. But yeah. And all of those things grew off the back of a MySpace and Facebook. But yeah, it's just gotten to a point where like, you know, it's, I don't know. Even then, though, even in the MySpace days, it was like, you know, when I dated, that's how I met because she used to come into stop a job all the time. But I don't have fucking time. I'm not. What am I going to stop what I'm doing to go talk to someone while girl, you're on the job? While I'm on the fucking <laughs> job, you know, but she was friends with that kid Q on MySpace. So I hit her up and, you know, it just made things easy. All of a sudden, like pussy was just poof, 
there. Yeah, and think you about know? how quickly all the weirdos connected too. That's, that's how we got I'm to saying. where we are. That's why I'm saying it's it's social media. It started really there. It's like you know, you, all the weirdos are coming together. Dude, remember we're, we're fucking messaging that kid Petey. We don't know fucking Petey. Petey says, "Hey, come up to my party at UNH." Now we're going and some, <laughs> it's just like you know, you're doing dumb shit that you otherwise never would have done. And the internet really is to blame for. I mean, yeah, it's done a lot of good, but. To me, the internet then, when we were kids, is exactly what's happening with AI right now. It seems like it's benign, but it's going to probably go in a really bad direction, just like the internet did. You can't control it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Dude, when I first started on the internet, it was like, oh, you could play chess with someone. You know, you could go in a chat room. (laughs) Go into a chat room. But how that quickly deterred into that quickly turned into age, sex, location, and then people meeting up and fucking. If there's something there, humanity will ruin it and exploit it. And that's what's going to happen with AI soon, I think. Well, the upper part of humanity will bolster it, and the lower part of humanity will make it a detriment to society, you know? Just like anything in life. And it's not just social media or internet. It's making them affordable and accessible to everybody that ruined things, too. Because, like, you know, let's face it, only certain people had the internet when I was a kid. Most people didn't, you know what I mean? But now everybody has it. Anybody can do anything anywhere. You go to fucking... Guatemala and they could do it. It's like actually that's an interesting point. Is it more about social media or is it more about the iPhone itself that caught that was the catalyst? Having it in your pocket all the time ruins humanity. Exactly. I mean, look what, look what it does to the social fabric. Like we mentioned earlier, like dude, people don't talk anymore in real life. It's it's so awkward to have conversations. And when when you're on an elevator, even now, it's like if you're the only one without your phone out. People think you're staring at them because they're used to looking down. So you look like the weirdo. Why is he sitting there? Why is he not looking down? Why is he looking at me? It's like, that's that's a weird situation. Or vice versa. If you're looking down and somebody wants to engage in conversation, there's that awkward moment. Like, hey, I got my head buried here. You know what I mean? You could see I'm doing something. Yeah. Why are you talking to me? You know, even if they're in, you know, everybody pulls their phone out in the elevator. They're pretending to look at something so that they don't have to have the interaction even, you know? It's, it's like, so weird that we're more connected than we've ever been, yet you don't even know your neighbor anymore, you know? I don't know my neighbors. Of at course all, not. Actually. Nobody wants to know their neighbors anymore. It hasn't made things better, in my opinion. The phones have really brought a hurt into our society. I mean, imagine you were a woman, though, in the 70s or the 60s, and your only opportunity to get the attention that you crave is by talking to your neighbor, you know? I now know. think about it now. You're a woman. Boom. I'm flooded with people hitting on me thousands of times a year, you know? To me, the number one reason why phones have ruined the world is because. Let's let's use a hypothetical, right? When we were kids, if you want to read the news or the obituaries or the most exciting or crazy things that were happening, you picked up a newspaper, right? And then you put it down and you went about your day. Now it constantly follows you. The phone's always with you. There's always something happening. And notifying you. It's the mobility of it that really ruins you. It's not the accessibility. It's just it's always with you. It's an extension of you. Yeah, I would actually agree. I think we've decided the iPhone was really the turning point where all this social change really started happening. You know, I, luckily I'm at an age and a point in my life where, like, I don't let it affect me, really. But, like, you know, it's affecting most people, that's for sure. Well, yeah, the average person, the average teenage kid, boy or girl coming up. I mean, how is that affecting their worldview? And, like, you know, that's interesting we mentioned this, too, not to transition back. But we were talking about porn being the problem well, what's really the problem? The problem is that anybody can make porn in their fucking house. That's the real problem. It's not that OnlyFans exists. It's that all a girl has to do is set her fucking phone up and you don't need well, any. Well, not anybody. Women. Women can make porn. Not anybody. <laughs> That's true. Unless you're fucking, uh, you know, Chris Brown or something. He's like some known celebrity. No one really wants to watch a guy beat off. If you're a known celebrity, you would never do that in the first place, you know? Not if you're doing well. But I mean, 
Is any successful man really going to... Is Elon Musk going to be like, I can sell my dick now, you know? No, but successful women will. That's the point. That's the thing. Like, they don't even... They could have everything, but it's not enough for them. You know what I mean? Like, Who would you say is the hottest guy in the world? This, the number one guy in demand by women right now? Or just not, maybe not even right now. Just a, a hot guy who's very much in demand. Leo, I don't know. Who... who um, Leo's not even hot. He looks like a regular dude nowadays. <laughs> He's just rich and doing Who, it. Who's the hottest guy right now? I Who's somebody that like women go nuts for nowadays? Isn't uh, it Ryan Gosling? Goss, there you go. Do you think if he started an OnlyFans that like bitches would pay to see him? For the first day. Yeah, they I would see it once, right? I think it'd be like a you know, a Black Friday thing. Like it you'd get the real pop and then But do you think it would hurt his career if he started an OnlyFans? I think it'd ruin his career. It would ruin his career, right? Yeah, I think so. so. if a man achieves success and then resorts to the low road, it'll ruin his career. Aaron Carter, who who died, like, I was that last year or whatever, he had an OnlyFans. And first of all, you probably didn't even know that because no one gives a fuck about guy OnlyFans. But second of all, everybody was shitting on him like, oh, this fucking loser. Look, he's resorted to OnlyFans. But Ig when Iggy Azalea, who that rapper bitch, when she put out an OnlyFans, no one said that. It was... Oh, look at her getting the bag. She's getting the money. She's doing it. She's hustling. But when Aaron Carter does it, it's look, I mean, granted, Aaron Carter was a low life loser, but. Well, yeah, but he wasn't even doing porn on there, right? He was just broadcasting his train wreck of a downward spiral, right? No, I think he was doing porn. I wouldn't be surprised. Part I, of a downward spiral. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, let's let's use someone of his caliber. If, if fucking. Uh, but why is that? You said that's the way it is. Why is it that way? Dude, none of these girls can do any of this shit if guys didn't pay for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're enabling their I mean, that's, behavior. It, that's true in general and has been throughout the course of history. Yeah. It was just, that's what I'm saying. Like, we could sit here and talk all the shit, but it's it's guys like us. Well, not maybe like exactly like us, but it's guys that have put them in this position and they put them on this pedestal and they'll pay them. Here's the thing. These girls may charge you 4 or $5 a month or whatever it is. I honestly don't go on there, but let's say it's 4 or 5 bucks. But there's always like a paywall or something, right? You know, if you want to see the real good stuff, it's, you know, 500 Upgrade bucks. Upgrade charge, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, it's like... You want a custom video, it'll cost you, you know? All right, so let me ask you a question. Would you rather live in a society than where, where guys are enabling women to be sluts like this and paying them millions of dollars or have them go back to the household and just pay for them, you know, so that they don't have to work? Literally, what you just explained is the exact reason why fathers are more effective parents than mothers. But what if you have a daughter? She's wearing some skimpy shit out and she's 14 years old. You're, never, you're never, pulling the plug on that. Never you know fucking I mean? happening. You never happening. Never happening. Go ahead and hate me. I don't give a damn. Here's the you thing. Know? You don't need to hit your kids, but there needs to be the threat of authority in that household at all times or everything. It's the same in any kind of. If I had kids, I'd hit them. I would. I know you would. I know you <laughs> I'm would. I'm willing to admit that. I would hit him. I won't hit my kids, but I know you would. You've been yeah, telling yours me. Yours already exists, so you can't say it on air, but you would. No, I've always, <laughs> held, I've always held that stance because we had this conversation way back in the day. I remember you saying that. I said, I don't, I don't think I'd hit my kids, and I wouldn't, but there's that threat of authority. You know, like, Would you say there's a time and a place for physical abuse on children? No. Never. Never, ever. No, I don't think there is. I, I would disagree with that. I mean, if your son is three well, or four years old and he that. runs into the street and you have to grab his hand where he's three feet away from get hitting, getting hit by a car, I'd spank that motherfucker to let him know you just did something really fucked up. These are severe consequences. You need to remember this moment. How else would you imply that? Well, I mean, you don't need to hit him to teach him that. You just, you explain to him. You sit down. And you, I would definitely yell at my kid and I would punish my kid. Do you think explaining to him is really going to import the importance of that situation? 
or impart the importance of that situation to him where he literally was feet away from dying. A kid can't understand that. Well, a spanking's not really going to impart that on him either, I would argue. I mean, like, you It'll hit have him. be more effective, for sure. It'll definitely be more effective. The only thing they're going to remember is the spanking. They're not even going to remember what you told them, I would I would assume. You no, know they're going to remember what they did, That the sequence of events that led to the spanking. They're not going to remember words you tell them. They're going to remember, I ran into the street, I got beaten for it. You could do whatever the fuck you want with your kid, but I mean, I, I would try, I would definitely try it my way first. And if I found that that wasn't working, then we can have the conversation about being more heavy handed. You know what I mean? But I would definitely try the conversation and the yelling at him first before I hit him with the fucking hands. Couldn't you, know? you make the argument that you've already positively reinforced the negative behavior at that point when you're trying to reinforce you're not it? not positively now? reinforcing it because I'm not encouraging him to run out in front of that car. I'm still yelling at him and explaining to him and punishing him. There's still consequences to his action. When you take their fucking tablets away you might as well decapitate these kids you take their technology away that's way more effective these days than a hand on the ass you know what i mean nothing means more to these kids than that uh, even with a three or four year old though you can't really explain things to a three or four year old like that maybe if they were seven or eight you could have an argument there but if they're very young i don't think well you three do or that. four i don't think i don't think you could explain anything whether it's uh verbally or physically i don't think you could i don't think it matters because you, you fucking hit a kid and tell him not to run into traffic. Tomorrow, he's going to put his hands on the burner. You know what I mean? It's like you're, you'd have to hit him nonstop all day because they're constantly doing something stupid. No, no, no. That's why I say it, it applies to very specific situations like that. Like if a kid burns his hand on the stove, he's going to learn himself. He ain't going to touch the stove again. You don't need to beat him for that. But if he does something he gets hit by he, that car, he's going to learn too. I got hit oh, by a car He's gone by then, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got hit by a car as a kid and I... You know, you don't want to get hit by another car, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not that against it. Like I said, I'm not like a you can't spank your kids kind of guy. I just think like, I don't know. I would definitely try the lighter force first and see if it works. And Oh, yeah, of course. It's a last resort. It's a last resort. It's hard to say. You know, I wouldn't spank the first kid, but we got to, you know, if, if we ever have another kid, maybe I'll spank him. You know what I mean? Because if, if it didn't work on the first kid, well, fuck it. We're going straight to the fucking worst thing now. You know, I'm would not, you be more likely or less likely to spank a son over a daughter? I would never spank a daughter. And I'll tell you why. Because I think that hitting a daughter will fuck her up for life. Yeah, I'd be much more likely to reprimand a son, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. But let me ask you a question. Hold on, I got one more question for you. You told me that you said dysfunction was caused in your life via porn because you may have met your girl earlier or had a family earlier. Okay, I can see where you're coming from. That's a may or may not situation, but now I'm going to turn the tables. Would you say that that's a reason why I don't have a current girlfriend with family now, too? Would you say there's any sort of porn addiction associated with that? I mean, I can't speak to how Or dysfunction, not addiction, obviously, but dysfunction? I can't necessarily say. Only you know the answer to that question. But I would say that if the world didn't make it so easy to facilitate the way you live, you would have settled down probably by now. You mean from a sexual perspective? Is that what you're saying? Well, if you're speaking just to porn, I don't know. Because it, maybe... Dude, I think if you weren't having good sex right now, you'd be settled down or you'd be looking for more good sex. And if you didn't find it, you might settle down. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're in a situation where like it's like what Cuzzy, right? Like Cuzzy just wants to get laid nonstop. That's all he talks about. He needs to go. He needs to get laid. It's getting to a ridiculous point. Right. But you don't have that fucking problem. And that's why you'll never put in any effort because you're just getting easy pussy or easy porn like. You know, if you didn't have those things, I think you would settle down. But it's not just the porn. If you didn't have 
your you know your girls or whatever like i i think for sure you you may have you may change your you know your stance on it i you don't think know. so maybe i don't think i would be settled down well, you wouldn't be home on a Friday night. You'd be out doing something. I might be out trying to fuck. Yeah, yeah but I don't think I'd be settled down. I really don't. Because I have yet to meet a worthwhile woman in my life. But that's the thing, right? Is like the reason you're not settled down is because you are drawn to slutty girls who do all the things. You're not, you never, when's no, the that's last, not why. Well, when's the last time you dated a good girl? How would you define a good girl? A respectable girl who's not a freak in bed. Have you ever dated a girl who's not good in bed? Yes. Really? My last girlfriend was terrible in bed. She was a fuck up though. She's terrible in bed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you tried. <laughs> I mean, so you I was gonna say, like, you tried there that once, I guess. But I yeah. mean, but I mean, you, dude, any, anybody sucks in bed when you're with them for three years after that. You know what I mean? Nobody's going all the way after that. That's just nature of relationships. Yeah. I mean, like I said, only you could speak to it. You're asking me the question. I mean, I'm just giving you my opinion. I, do I think the porn contributes to you? Does it help? facilitate your lifestyle as it relates to sustaining from or pretty much what i'm asking you is you said it caused dysfunction in your life for xyz reasons do you think that same thing applies to me that's what i'm asking you probably to a lesser extent but yeah I that's think interesting it that's interesting do you the question is do you think it does uh in terms of uh porn yeah i don't feel like it does no but i'm obviously open to objective uh Perspective. But the, there's definitely been times, right, where you would just rather beat off than go deal with a, you know, go meet a girl and go to a fucking almost every time. So I'd that, rather that, not deal with some woman's headache. So you know? so let's so that's got to affect your ability to go out and meet girls, and you never you don't know what you're denying yourself if you don't go out there. You know what I mean? I would I would make the argument that it's really not the porn; it's more so the fact that I have pussy at my disposal. That's a far more. That may not always be the case, though. You know what I mean? That wasn't always the case when you were growing up, right? When you were when you were young, you didn't have tons of poon. You're just a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, it's tough to get girls when you're young. You have nothing to offer. <laughs> yeah, but you were when you didn't have all that. You had a relationship. You know what I mean? So if you didn't have all that again, maybe you'd have a relationship. Who's to say? But now it's it, there's no going back now. You're already your brain has changed. You, you'll never value women the way you could have when you were younger because you of all of this destruction and porn and all this other shit that you, once you fuck I see, I don't think that's why. I think it's the women's fault that I don't view them as worthwhile. <laughs> well, well you, and I, you and I can blame porn. women all day long. No, that's really what it is, though. It's not. I don't think my perspective is a result of like dysfunction in my life from porn or something. And it's not even like I go on porn like. Maybe a couple times a week, I might spank one out if that. You know, it's not even like, oh, I'm here fapping three times a day or something. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> when did fapping come along, by the way? I don't know. Probably when porn dropped. Uh, I only heard about it like five years ago, I think. No, there used to be that website. That was an old website, right? Those old porn websites, fap.com or something. I don't know. I heard about that like five years ago, I wanted to say, but. Well, I don't know. My point is, I think it's the fact I don't go out looking for new women because I already got pussy. And really, what do men want out of women? They want pussy. They want family. So until you meet a pussy that's a worthwhile pussy, you can't have the family. I think, though, if if the girl you talk to now just up and disappeared tomorrow, I think, again, I think you'd go out and at least try to get you'd either go get a new pussy or you might you might find yourself in a situation where you're willing to entertain the idea of. Oh, absolutely. Dating. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, no, dude, no guy is going to go out looking for a relationship if they're getting pussy all the time, I mean, there's, there's no point in it unless you, unless you just wanted a family and kids, you know what I mean? 
But it's not like if I had no pussy, I would just be like, well, I got porn. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you just you go get other pussy. You, you just know? go get other pussy. Yeah, yeah. so I don't think porn is really the dysfunctional. Um, it can only stave off the hunger for so long, so to speak. Eventually, you need to eat. You know what I mean? Like, it's not enough to just snack. You know what I mean? I mean, a lot of guys are just snacking nowadays. You know, they're just snacking. I mean, that's the that's the real problem with porn. It's these guys think they, they could just live off porn and not need to go out and fucking meet anybody. Yeah. I would say we don't have porn addictions either. You know, like obviously every guy likes porn, but like uh, I'm not one of these guys who wants to fucking watch it all day, every day. You know what I mean? What about the married guy who who watches porn and beats off because he's been married 20 years, 30 years, doesn't want to step out? Would you say porn is a good thing for him? Yes and no. No, because I think eventually, just like you said, you can only snack so long before you got to eat, right? So eventually he's going to watch it, watch it, and it might work for a while, but eventually he's going to step out and he's going to fuck because ultimately that's what he wants. You know what I mean? Well, keep in mind, a lot of guys who are married for 30 years are probably not the type of guys who can go out and just find hookers. Yeah, well, I guess so, yeah. When you want it, when you, that's the thing with porn. When you start watching it and they're doing the things that the, your partner's not doing, you're going to find someone who does those things if that's really your fetish. You know what I mean? So, All right. Well, here's a better question. If you do discover like new fetishes in porn that you graduate to or whatever, is it your wife's responsibility to fulfill those? No. No? Well, no. I would argue it kind of is. Is If she does those things for you, it, it could set a pattern of behavior in her where she's no longer a desirable mate for you because now she's a whore, basically. You've turned her... Come on, after 25 years of marriage, that's what's going to make her flip the switch? I think that's unrealistic. I don't know. If you get married when you She's going to have a sexual awakening and go, now I got to fuck everybody. Dude, if you get married at 25, at 45 again, those girls, women usually have a new sexual awakening, and that's when they usually cheat. Most women, when did you, how, how old was your girl when you met her? My girl's an anomaly. She's not like normal women, though. Well, she just decided to break bad at fucking 40-something, right? So, like, it's not that uncommon. I think, no, I think a lot of these cougars don't become cougars until they're in their mid-40s, and then they have a new sexual awake. That's, you know. Well, it's the same thing as dudes who never fuck bitches, and they get married too early. A lot of these women from that generation got married young and never had, like, the experiences that modern-day women have, so they try to squeeze it in late now. I can understand that perspective. But women coming up now, they don't deal with that, I don't think. Yeah, they're all whores till they're 32. You're never going to get your wife to do the things that are the weird fetishes in the videos. You know what I mean? Like, and your fetish isn't to do those things to your wife. That's the problem. You, nobody wants to do those things. Well, there's a line. You, get, you, you know, know, there's you, a line. You might get your, you know, what are you going to, you, your wife might put on different lingerie and fucking role play with you, but she's probably not going to be want to be suspended from ropes and have fucking clamps on her nipples and shit. Like, what's the odds you're going to get her into that without disturbing her to the point where she doesn't want to be with you anymore or looks at you differently. I don't think she'll look at you differently if you've already She'll probably just tell long. you no. Do girls don't give a fuck. Like, they're not going to let you leverage them with that, you know? Especially after you've been married 25 years. They years. have the pussy, so they still ultimately have the ability to say no unless you fucking rape them. So chances are... And you got to think most men... So based on that, isn't porn a good thing for that married guy then? Unless it makes him step out and get and get his needs met. Because again, those snacks only add up to a meal eventually. You gotta get out there. Is a guy stepping out to get his needs met to preserve his marriage a bad thing? Well, I mean, that's a whole other question. That's a whole other question. That's a whole other question. We're assuming it's a bad thing, but is it really a bad thing? That really affects what we're it's, talking it's about. It's really, in my opinion, it's really only a bad thing because it's it's done in secret and the dark of night. And if your wife finds out now your family's ruined either way, 
So again, we've talked about the reasons men and women cheat and men cheat for different reasons. They cheat just to fuck, you know? So like chances are he wasn't going to leave his family anyway. But when she finds out whether or not you were going to leave him is inevitable or is irrelevant because they're going to leave anyway, probably. Well, you know? once again, she's the problem then because she shouldn't leave. Well, I don't know. I mean, he still did it. So they're both at fault here, you know? Yeah, but she she's leaving and breaking up the family. That's much more at fault than the guy who just cheated. Yeah, I don't know. It's It's, it's tricky with marriages, dude, but like, you're not going to turn your wife into that slut. Chances are you'll cheat. Chances are it will break up the marriage. So at some point, you just have to have restraint, I think. You have to... You have I mean, to I put- agree with everything you're saying, but in every situation that we go down the possible avenue of what's right and what's wrong... Women suck. Either way, the porn is kind of saving the situation in that married couple. You know what I mean? Even if we want to view it from this negative perspective or this positive perspective, either way, it kind of, the porn is kind of saving the marriage. Would you say the same thing about child porn to a pedophile? Does that keep them at bay or do they eventually kidnap kids and rape them all the time? Well, I mean, we're talking about an illegal fetish. Now, well, it's an so. illegal fetish, but I mean, still stimulation wise, does it do the same thing or not? Does it keep the men at bay at home or do they eventually go out and abduct I mean, a kid? Yes. If we're talking about strictly stimulation, then yes, it probably would serve the same purpose. So do you think it should be allowed then? No, the moral, the morality of it is a totally different question, but it serves the same purpose as the porn would. It's just, see, I think, it, I think it, I think it puts the thought in their head. You know what I mean? I think if you, well, I with bet, something like that, it definitely, I does. bet you there were less offenders before the internet than after the internet. Of course. Well, number one, they got communicated and connected. So that automatically makes it. And I would use that same logic to apply to porn for regular men. Like I think a lot men, I think men cheated a lot less before that, the before porn than they did after porn. Cause it puts the thought in their head that this is how you're supposed to fuck. And if you didn't have that kind of sex before your marriage, you're going to want it after. That's tough. I don't know. I mean, the advent of porn is probably what, like 50s, 60s, realist, like mainstream porn. When, when was Playboy come out? 50s, 50s? I'm not, I don't consider Playboy porn. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So what you're considering porn is really 70s just modern is when day it really internet. boomed. The 70s is when it really boomed porn. Like, See, I wouldn't say that old school porn is what I would say the internet is what did that. Yeah, well, the internet the accessibility. Is, of I think we, if there's one thing we agree on during this conversation, it's that the internet has done a lot of bad. I mean, it's done it's good too, but it's definitely it's definitely fucked up our society. Yeah, any tool could be. Hey, you could swing a hammer, turn it either way. You know, I, I'm not against the porn thing. I just think that it's gotten out of control, and I think it's it does set unrealistic expectations, especially for young men, and. As time goes on, those young men are going to get married and become adults like us. And I, that behavior doesn't just get shaken out of them. You know what I mean? Well, they probably won't get married, but they will become lonely adults, you know? Well, do you think that's where society is heading towards then? Just like a lot of people not getting in relationships and settling down? I don't think. I know. I mean, the stats prove it. But that's not good. That's, how, that's literally how civilizations collapse. If you stop reproducing and you stop having families, how could that possibly be good for humanity as a whole? I agree. I don't think the catalyst is porn necessarily, though. I think the catalyst is most likely feminism. Yeah. Feminism is, is definitely going to blow apart. Women's job is to nurture and to be a, a mother. And once that completely... What is a woman? Yeah. <laughs> and once that completely goes away, that's funny how that question always gets him every time, right? I will say this, though. For the first time in history, I think porn is actually more detrimental to women when historically it's always been more detrimental to men. I think that turn with OnlyFans is finally happening now. It's really at its turning point right now. I think, I hope, I think it's going to just like, 
it's exposing like all the wrong that's you know going on. I think eventually that's going to open. It's going to crash. In other words, do you think there will ever be a time where slut shaming is accepted once again? God, I hope so. Like I said, I I, I just hope that there's a correction coming soon for this next generation because I have kids I got to think about now. And it ain't coming, brother. It ain't coming. <laughs> well, but it has to because all things in society eventually, you know, that's how, that's how it goes. Like, you know, people were in bell bottoms in 1992. They hadn't worn them since the 60s. Everything has. There's only so many ideas and things to be had. You know what I mean? Eventually things come and go. Slavery. <laughs> <laughs> people want to pretend like slavery is still not prevalent in a lot of countries in the world. It is. It's just not here. More prevalent than ever. Yeah. But. Luke, let's do it. Why don't we do it? Why don't you tell? Whoa! <laughs> Why don't you do what you always do and get us out of here? All right. Well, folks, if you're looking for more of this long-form conversation about hot and heavy controversial topics, you can check us out at Audio Harassed on YouTube and Instagram. You can check us out at Audio Harassment on Twitter, aka X. Or TikTok, we're at Audio Harassment. You can catch us there. Also, if you want to leave a comment, anything about something we said that may have offended you, a little bit of toiky that you want to leave for us, you can leave it there. And as always, for Robbie Mumbo, this is Lucas Sharp. Farewell.